0: The Pinball Network is online. Launching. Pinball Party.
1: Maff. Hey. Maff. What? Muff. Maffy. Hey. What? Hey. Get up, bitch. What? I'm bored. I don't care. I wanna... Uh, I gotta do a pinball podcast and, and I'm lonely. I need you. Dude, well, get it the, together. Come on, man. Fuck. Let's, let's do some shit. What do you want to talk about? Nothing. Eat shit. Come on, buddy. Uh, We get to know your balls? Or your little metal giblets down there? I don't know. Let's do that. Come on, man.
2: That sounds fun. Not
3: ha-ha.
1: Oh, come on, man. Please, 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 please. Okay, Cunt.
3: Play your stupid song.
0: We're getting to know your balls.
1: We're getting to know my balls. Fuck yeah, we are. All right. What? Is meth's favorite game? Penis. All right. You got me. Uh, you shit. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite era of pinball?
3: 69.
1: Uh, uh, it's fun. <laughs> uh, right, 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 dude. Okay. Um, what is your biggest fear in life? That I will end up just like you.
0: Like you. Fuck
1: you, Math. <laughs> God damn it. Every time I don't know why. I try eat my shit fucker. I don't know why I keep doing that to myself. Welcome to episode, I don't care, of uh, the Pinball Party Podcast. This is Jason, your host. Remember to email in your texts of the week to pinballpartypodcast at gmail.com, but allow me to read this week's submission. Quote, new idea for a TikTok challenge. Shit with your legs crossed. I gotta admit, I kind of want to try see what happens. Fun. I don't want to try working with meth anymore. I don't like him. Instead, let's talk about people we like and things we like. Something I like, Pinsomniac's Pinball. We had Nick on a few episodes ago, for those, let me refresh your memory. Pinsomniacs out of Jacksonville, Florida, a wonderful place to get pinball machines serviced, get pinball machines on your location, do tournaments. Uh, they, they kind of fill in a, a really very needed gap in the area of, of getting machines out into the wild so if you're in the area go check out well one of the places is, is tepees t-e-p-e-y-s they do tournaments there and they have a social uh, often um it's it's the social is for like less experienced players to get in a group and have much more you know quote low stress tournament atmosphere they also have team games like split flipper and things like that to help people get to know each other and foster the pinball community kids adults everyone's welcome so for the hardcore tournaments for the people who want to dip their toes into it. Pinsomniac's also does uh, Twitch streaming. They recently did this awesome uh, Elvis unboxing. Unfortunately, some of it got DMCA'd because, you know, the king, the king of rock and roll. Uh, his his reach is apparently post-mortem as well. But uh, go to twitch.com slash Pinsomniac's pinball, P-I-N-S-O-M-N-I-A-C-S pinball. Go find them on their website. Like, subscribe, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, all that stuff. They're a big fan of ours. We are a big fan of theirs. Pinsomniac's pinball. Continuing down the road of surrounding ourselves with people that bring us up and don't bring us down. Kale, Rachel, get in here. I missed it. What'd you take a hit of? Uh, Is that a whip? It Oxygen. Oxygen?
3: Just straight oxygen. You don't fuck with that? Maybe I'm useless.
0: Maybe I'm all the things my
3: parents used to say. I can't escape this. You don't have oxygen in Arizona? You need a can? Nah, when I go to Flagstaff, I do uh, take a can with me. Um, okay. <laughs> So <laughs> are moving past that, huh?
4: <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. It's eight thousand feet, and the difference. I think he's just so big oh. that there he doesn't the he needs more oxygen than the rest of us.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, okay. I uh, man, I, I really wish you would have you were doing a whip it, and then just suddenly, uh, you know.
4: Did you guys? We saw yeah, that I- this morning. We saw a guy passed out on the side of the road right before the uh, department.
1: Yeah. Came from whip. Thought he was
4: dead. No, probably from fentanyl.
1: Do you, right. Uh, have you guys done whippets in the past? I mean, important question. Basically. I've never done
4: kale, of course. Me, no, but I go to the dentist. That's like cool. whippets, right? I'm uh, a
1: Yeah. But when you really do it, like, so here's how we used to do it. You know, you'd get the whippets. Uh, for mm-hmm. those unaware, whippets uh, nitrous oxide. You'd you'd go to the you'd go to the adult store, and they had them there for making homemade whip cream. Quotes, mm-hmm. but you'd put it in a cracker, uh, and then in a balloon, you'd fill that shits up, and then you'd inhale it. You know, and you'd, and you'd feel great um, for about twenty seconds. We'd feel like you're dying and great at like the same time, and your voice would uh, you know. But what we would do. Is we would go in my car that had subwoofers, and we would play Fear Factory, a metal band very popular in the 90s. A lot of double bass, so you would sit in the back seat, you would take the whip it, hold it, and then crank it, and just, uh, <laughs> you just fucking fly down that highway. Um,
4: that is a very specific recipe. Well,
1: you know, musicians, you know, you find your way to like, well, what's good, you know. You, you got to chase that high and like, well, just doing it now isn't enough. Let's listen to music. Not enough. Let's get subwoofers to feel that bass. Not enough. Get Fear Factory. Brrr, get a machine gun. And voila. Good times. Meff didn't want to do this podcast with me. So I figured, you know, you guys could join um, if you don't mind. Cool.
3: All mind? Right, I'm, gl- I'm glad you called us.
1: Yeah. No problem. Uh, episode 34 of the Pimp. Wait.
3: 33? Do we care? I think it's. The last one was 32, thirty-three. Right? Thirty-three. Oh, yeah. Let's say it's how, thirty-three. How many are you doing? Thirty-four
1: total, and then and then that's, that's it. it. Okay. So I well, guess this is. I hope is, people listen. Yeah, or maybe thirty-three. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. Thanks for coming, guys.
4: Maybe thirty-two. Maybe,
1: <laughs> the goal. Yeah, I've I've over I've overreached. Um, th- thanks for joining. We have a lot to talk about. We are going to talk about Venom. Heard of it? A lot of people have heard of it. We're going to yeah. talk about. Those shitloads of notes of tools you have um, at the pinball pinball arcade party place. What is
4: it? Electric electric Bird? What is it called? We call it the Electric Bat.
1: Okay. The Electric Bat Arcade in Tempe, Arizona, one of the best pinball places in the world, owned by none other than these two, Rachel Bess and Kale Hernandez. But let's not stand on ceremony here, as Bane says in The Dark Knight Rises. Let's get right into stuff nap arcade has really been at the top of their game lately to just talk about news and and rumors and all that and and everyone out there you know uh if this is one of your first listens to the pinball party podcast thanks for joining we don't always cover all the news in the news if if you want that go listen to the pinball show with zach Manny and dennis creasel or triple drain or a bunch of other wonderful podcasts out there but we do touch on it and I, i really wanted to talk about venom this week a little bit before we get into tool talk with with the two of you uh A lot of people have been asking for you to share. And you mentioned, like, a lot of tools of owning a pinball arcade. You know, what do you use most often? What's really handy? All that. But NAP Arcade this week has been just dropping bombs, like, every other day. And uh, Jason at NAP, I mean, keep killing it, man. The news out there is awesome. You're, like, one of my daily feeds of, like, what's in the pinball world or what's what's in the world, and the next day, reverse that, and then what's the new thought, and what's the new rumor, and, and it's awesome. We went from... Uh, no, Jersey Jack might not have the Harry Potter license to Oh You Bet Your Ass They Do, uh, to They Do Not Have Matrix, to Maybe Jack Danger Has the Matrix, to um, Back to the Future's coming out, to Guess What? Venom will be at Comic-Con in late July, which I think the most credible, nothing against Jason, but the most like pretty certain of all those is Venom. So if Venom is the next cornerstone, as they say from Stern, cornerstone meaning... <laughs> I mean, are they really? Tr- Why are we using the term "cornerstone"? It's just a release, right? It's a game right. release. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cornerstone like uh its not a fancy word for anything. The next Stern release is most likely Venom, um, art by Zombie Yeti. Most likely rules
3: by Dwight. Right? Is that uh, uh What I hear? I, I haven't been keeping up with the rumors. So how, okay, wh- how was how was? From what I understand, some organization accidentally leaked that this would would be at comic-con is that correct uh yes
1: oh god you to pull up the article in front of me but yeah because the scheduling of actual comic-con which is much much bigger than the world of pinball i mean comic-con encompasses video games comics movies anything that touches i mean mcu dcu yeah, i mean it's we're nothing compared to them so yeah someone's just like yeah there's gonna be the next stern game at uh at, at comic-con like get wrecked and are like, oh shit, yeah, okay. Um, did it but say did what? they say Venom? No. But if they start putting the pieces together of early, was it last year or earlier this year, the, the convention with Ozzy Osbourne, mm-hmm. um, uh, McFarlane. Right. At And then we announced, we Stern announced Bond. It was like, mm-hmm. what? um yeah, I remember. Um, so the rumor is that it was planned to be Marvel's Venom released, but because of scheduling, they changed that. So now back to Comic-Con. What type of game would get un- unveiled at Comic Con other than a comic or at least comic adjacent game? I don't think Bond quite gets into comic territory. So Venom is the strongest rumor. And if I was a betting man, I would bet Venom. And Venom, you know, for me personally, why I want to talk about Venom, Venom is one of my favorite super villains of all time. Uh, f- easily it goes Lex Luthor, Joker, Venom. And then a bunch of other shit bags.
4: Where's Morbius the Living Vampire
1: in that? Ah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Let me start. Let me edit that out. Uh, Obviously, it starts Morbius number one, Lex (laughs) Luthor, Joker, Morbius. What trash! Oh Oh, man,
4: God. Do I need to get out every single issue of Morbius? (laughs) No. I I mean, show you the character is great, but this movie. Oh, I never saw the movie.
1: Oh, yeah. I was talking movie. Like I think the character is badass, but the movie.
4: Go see it. Yourself. You'll
1: you'll hate yeah. yourself. You'll hate everything about what you own of Morbius after you see Jared Leto. Venom destroy is that.
3: A, an amazing villain. Uh, I, I always dug it because he was like a a diesel, you know, just absolutely ripped big ass sp- black Spider Man. I mean, how can you go wrong, right? Sounds mm-hmm. like you're
4: describing yourself, Kale.
3: Oh Me? yeah. I mean, and, and you're black
1: too. And I mean, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I always thought first and foremost, like surface level Venom, you can see him, he's just badass. Pick a reason. I mean, you are like attracted to him, sounds like, physically and all that. (laughs) So that's your thing Mm -hmm. with him. Um, But when you dig deeper into, you know, what his character means, usually most good villains have something to do with the hero where, you know, Lex Luthor is the arch nemesis of Superman because he's a plain dude that doesn't like that this you know this being has cheated his way to super level where lex is like smart and all you know so there's a, a reason like a a polar opposite joker is like a batman who just happens to be evil all you know a, a villain who's kind of almost has a kinship with the hero and venom like literally does where uh, for those unaware and just thinks venom is like some run of the mill like kale just some buff uh dude that uh is black um, he so he was created by uh, Todd McFarlane, and his origin is this like alien species of some goop. You know, he got Spider Man got some goop on him, like we all do. You know, it's right. it's, it's, it's a Monday. I've gotten goop mm-hmm. on me multiple times today. And the goop is a symbiote that you know attached himself to him, and Spider Man became had a black suit because the goop was black, and he became stronger, more powerful. But that symbiote once Peter Parker learned, that like, oh, this is making me also kind of a prick, kind of an asshole. And yep. he removed the symbiote, the black goop. And with the help of some noise, the symbiote retained what it learned from the previous house, like the whole Venom, like and in the future, they, you know, they made a whole race of these Venom goops and they all retain memories from their previous house. So Venom retained all this like power of Peter and was like, oh, I, I need more of that. So he became like obsessed with him, like in love with him. So he's kind of part of Peter, and then Venom gooped onto Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock, a real life uh, nemesis, if you will, of Peter Parker. He was just jealous, jelly of, of Peter Parker. Yeah, meathead. Uh, well, yeah. you you know you like that. You're attracted yeah. to big, tawny right. black dudes. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> he he gooped onto Eddie Brock. So then Eddie Brock got the Spider-Man power, the Venom power, and the memories and all the thoughts of of Peter Parker. So on top of, yes, he's a badass, dark looking, cool ba- dude designed very well by Todd McFarlane. Mm-hmm. He's got this bits of of Peter Parker. So for me, that's it's why he's, he's super badass. Um, Morbius is badass because he's a vampire. Um, so that's easy. You know, that's an easy win. Um, so, I, you know, is Venom a roundabout way of like, is the theme good? I think for most comic book people that are even in the realm of it, I think this is going to be a pretty big draw for them. I agree.
4: Agreed. People like Venom. People like Todd McFarlane. And
1: yeah, and they can do a lot with Venom if they go the pure villain route, which for the longest time he was, then he was an anti-hero when he was on Flash Thompson, the goop I should say, when Flash Thompson was the Venom and still often is, he was a military agent named Agent Venom at that point where we kind of just sicked him on bad bros. And he was a hero and he's kind of a hero in the Tom Hardy. So they could either go full villain, which I personally hope they do. They probably won't. Anti-hero. Which is probably more likely the case. Or what is he going to do? Fight Carnage? I, I hope they just go full villain, villainy, fights Peter Parker all the time. Why not all carn- of it? Let's, or let's all of do it all of it. Different let's modes.
3: Do you do different things. You do good. You do bad. You win, you lose.
1: Do you think they do a... Is there a world where it's comic book Venom and Tom Hardy Venom? Different modes?
3: Uh, no, because of licensing. It's, I'm, I'm sure yeah. it's going to be pure comic book. Yeah.
4: I want to see black and purple.
1: Yeah, as far as the color scheme.
4: Yep.
3: Yeah, that would be cool if uh Zombie Yeti could actually like kind of reinvent himself and give us a color palette we haven't seen from him yet, but I know you know he's he's working closely with Marvel and Marvel likes the the colors that we've we've seen from him. But who knows? Anything could happen. You know. But it would be so cool to get a really really dark machine with just some you know some color highlights.
1: So you're saying like like almost black and white with just little dashes of or. Yeah.
3: Yeah, like b- black and white to represent Venom in his suit and and then just, you know, uh, uh, whatever. You know there'll be some other characters in there. So uh, I I would guess Spider-Man. I don't I don't know. But I just I think wonder- color
4: really pops against black. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it would just look good if instead of it being color on a white base, if it was color on a black base, it makes the colors
1: oh. brighter. Yeah. There was a run of, um, was it mid 2000s? Uh, it was just Carnage or Carnage and Venom. Clayton Crane, uh, the artist who did this run of, I think they were mainly Carnage, but Venom was in it a lot. A comic book artist, when you, when you mentioned like a Zombie Yeti takes another kind of stab at it or in a different vein, which I mean, even if he does his default, it's great, but, um, Clayton Crane did this, um, this very stylized art of them where it looked almost CG. It was like a cross between CG and Alex Ross-style painting uh, where it was so good. Um, <laughs> Like, the story isn't that great, uh, the, the Carnage story. I have it, I think, up in... I think I have a few issues of it, but it, uh, if they did that... Mm, uh, for those out there, Google uh, Clayton Crane's um, Carnage run. You'll see kind of what I mean. It's, it's pretty intense. I think a lot of it was computer... I, he had to be computer. Alex Ross
4: would be great too. Let's just oh, get a straight on. up watercolor. People will be peeing their pants.
1: I'll pee my pants. If it's Alex Ross, I'll pee my pants on this podcast. I'll have a second mic. I'll have a pee mic. No one wants to hear it. I don't want to record it, but I'll do it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Alex Ross would be... Wow. If, if they do a Superman... uh pinball machine and they get alex ross i'm gonna pee uh, if they get mm-hmm. jim lee i'm gonna pee Ooh. Um,
2: but uh, alex if, ross
4: i think has the same issues like he's doing actual watercolor and there's so many revisions on sure on these games like physical painters are out mm-hmm. of it just doesn't make sense for physical um, painters to do it
1: doesn't yeah. alex ross most of his Paintings come from. He uses actual models to at least get the main. Yes. Um, yeah. He hasn't done stuff in a while. He does like um, covers here or there, but I miss.
4: Yeah. Uh, or David Mac. David Mac would be cool. Like weird.
1: I'm not familiar. Should I be? Is this? Am I? Do I have kabuki? a gap in my?
4: Did you ever uh, read kabuki? No. Okay. Well, I don't, I'll... I
3: don't even know what that is. Well, yeah.
4: if you go into the living room, Kale, you'll see a long box full of it. He also did, David Mack also did some Daredevil and some oh. other stuff. It's it's, um, watercolory stuff. He, yeah. Hmm. We we may be going too far down the uh, comic book artists that Rachel liked in the nineties, or not far enough. <laughs> right.
1: I don't yeah. know. What if McFarlane <laughs> did this? I mean, if he's because he that drew be Venom bananas. for. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. If 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 the worlds our oyster and they're like, all right, it's Venom. And Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's separate licenses in, well, I guess maybe in the movie in film, but in comics, I think they're still just under the Marvel umbrella. So if it's mm-hmm. all just comic based and it is Venom and Spider Man, and the rumors are that it's um, his best layout or pinball related, I mean, again, it's rumor and nap. Okay, oh, go
3: read. For Brian Eddy?
1: Yeah. Brian yeah, Eddy, the designer. I've heard that. Who has too. made some bangers.
3: Mm hmm. Yeah.
1: What were you saying, Mars? Sorry. He heard of it? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, medieval Madness, right? Isn't that him? Yeah, Stranger madness. Things, uh, Shadow, S- Shadow. So he's made games. I mean,
4: games that are all super fun to work on.
1: Yeah, I no. sense a little sarcasm there. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially yeah, Mando, Mando. That that thing's solid as a rock. Um, I, I
3: think I think uh, Jeremy is the best suited for pulling this thing off he's used to working with the team at stern he yeah. he knows how to make a machine look absolutely amazing and and comic book art is absolutely i become his forte if it wasn't before this yeah but uh yeah he's 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 gonna knock it out of the park once again
4: we, we all know what's going to happen. They're going to release images on the internet. People are going to complain and throw yeah. their arms up in the air about how he really fucked it up, and yeah. then people are going to see it in real life and yeah. be like, oh, you know Remember what? How I, yeah, everybody was like, oh, Godzilla Godzilla's looks great. like
3: shit. God, I can't believe they fucked up Godzilla, and, and now <laughs> it's like everybody shit. can't stop yeah, doing uh. whatever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So Comic-Con will be late July. July uh let me pull up them dates. Um I uh for Los like 23rd
4: there. or something.
1: I'm using an encyclopedia. Um yeah, the July 20th to the 23rd. Venom I think has the best shot at a comic book theme, a better shot than Deadpool. Uh eh, overall, I think mm-hmm. in the Zeitgeist of like knowledge, um n- n- Better than Avengers in a way, because I think the style they use there, just that, like, they didn't really pick, they didn't use the movies. They kind of used comic, but it's all like not made up shit, but right. except for Thanos, a lot of it was just like, this is not in universe shit. This is like, I mean, a little bit here or there, but I don't know. At Venom, they have a really good chance to just stick with what people know. Uh, Carnage, Spider Man. I mean, you can get into the Planet of the Symbiotes and stuff like that, or Flash Thompson, Eddie Brock. Keep it. Keep it simple, stupid. We'll see. But I think um, you're right. People are going to complain about it. They'll be like, this sucks. And then the reality is it's probably going to be pretty great. It's got a good team behind it. Stern's been just fucking killing it. Even their bad games are really good. (laughs) So, yeah.
3: For sure.
4: Even Led Zeppelin earns.
1: Pro, you guys have a pro, right? There's like one yeah, ramp thank in that God, game Yes. We have a pro. <laughs>
3: yeah. I don't want to deal with that elevator thing. Elevators. So it's got a
1: ramp, it's got lights, and then a fuckload of rules. Yeah. Is that was Zeppelin?
3: It's yeah. cool. I like yeah. it. And it's got all music it's got some of like. the best music in the world. Yeah. 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 Eh. You know. <laughs> Doesn't <it? laughs> Okay, boomer.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, if I was a boomer, wouldn't I love it? uh led zeppelin's one of those because you know i i I don't not like them but uh, that's that conversation for another time um so venom i think it'll be great we only have awesome if if it comes out 20th at comic-con i bet you know what mid-teens next week we start to see some leaks or someone's like someone's mom is unloading something at the uh at the Comic-Con and like, "Well, what's this game? Look at sweetie, it's got the spider game here for you." Um, <laughs> right. you know, and we'll start seeing it. So that's, that's Venom.
3: Yeah, it's going to be sweet.
1: Why are we doing this? It's it's Four, it's almost, what, 5 a. Four. It's before 5 a.m. your time.
3: Yeah, man. You, you just woke me up. <laughs> Get up!
1: Yeah, you, you had some hot news. We're not done. Well, you kept me up, texting me about this jabroni last night. Um, screenshot, I'm like,
0: who the fuck is this?
1: Uh, but yeah, breaking news. Uh, slam that AG1. I have a pre-workout. I gotta go soon and work out once the tingles set in. Heck I don't want to yep. miss my tingles.
3: I'm drinking my AG1. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get go st-
1: choke some friends <laughs> I'm going to go do a pole workout That I skipped the last three days Because I didn't have energy But now uh, I got uh, it Excuse
3: me, a pole workout? <laughs> are, you, a pole. are you Are you? doing pole dancing? Pole- yeah, well I'm going to uh, start I'm going to do three sets of pull ups That would be cool if that's
1: what you did Because I, I, that looks like a workout Dude, pole dancers, that shit's legit I, I start by pole dancing Then I belly dance As a post-workout um and then I just do five thousand sit ups for no reason. Wow. Yeah. It sucks. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm gonna go do some pull ups. Uh probably some bent over rows, some curls, some decline curls, some face mm-hmm. pulls with the rope. Um mm-hmm. and then Love hop those. on that uh the elliptical for about twenty minutes, keep that heart rate at about one thirty five. Um so yeah, let's what the fuck are we doing? We're talking, uh Dana's going to work. See you later. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. I'm recording a podcast at 6 a.m. and 4 a.m. his time. We're, we're insane. Can you see me? He can see you,
3: yeah. Hi, Carol. Yeah. Hey, how's it going?
1: Say hello. Hello and good morning. Good morning. All right.
3: Good morning. Can you believe we're doing this? She, she
1: can believe it and she's drinking my blue juice. <laughs> Save me that. Okay, breaking news. People don't care what the hell we're talking about. Some rando on Reddit says he knows what the next Stern games are. And uh that just happened on Reddit. Don't know who he is. Right. says it's not
3: Venom or Spider-Man. yeah, when I when this guy started posting, I was like, this dude does not sound crazy. I looked at his uh, history. He's not going around trolling different subreddits. Um, and and what he's saying just makes sense.
1: Okay, so let's break that down. Here's what, you send me a screenshot, Mm -hmm. falling asleep, this wakes me back up. I'm like, all right, here we go. And now here we are, 4 a.m. your time, 6 a.m. my time, recording another little bit. Dude says, I do know what's coming from Stern, and it's not Venom. It's a re-release title that will be announced soon-ish. I have not seen any news on this yet, but it's coming. Venom slash Spider-Man after that, then a kapow slash studio game from Stern could drop before Jaws as well. So Venom, as we've talked about, and a lot of people, is like, hey, it's going to be announced at Comic-Con. It's going to be coming out soon after that. It's the quotes next turn, Cornerstone. He's saying, nah, guy. Someone replies, same stuff we've talked about and uh, heard, it's Venom, and then maybe a vault of Ghostbusters. Then he goes on to say, yeah, the Ghostbusters thing and John Trudeau, not going to happen. Probably if it is, it's going to be hard as shit, because the dude sucks. Mm -hmm. Um, Keeps going on a little bit. We'll stop there before we keep going, but... That was the first thing I saw last night. We start talking, all right, so what is it? Um, you're thinking Jurassic Park.
3: Yeah. I mean, if if this guy is to be believed, um, it sounds like it's Jurassic Park because he mentions that the, the clue is it has a lot of teeth. And uh, I mean, if you go... Back through the catalog, Jurassic Park is the only thing that makes sense because we know Jaws is not coming out yet. Yeah. Um, Also, he mentions that it is an anniversary pin, and this month marks the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park. Also, um, this is something I could sneak in without – any any leaks or rumors because, I mean, they already have the parts. You don't have any third parties having to build toys or any stuff like that. Um, so and what you're alluding
1: to is a Jurassic Park as we know it with just some extra sparkle
3: on it. Right. Like like the Elvira pin, right? Mm. Some uh, some different different powder coat, right? Some different color powder coat, some other stuff. Um, I mean, they already have the license. It, it's... You know, these; uh, they've been running it. They can slap it together real quick. Uh,
1: so they've I'm, been running it a lot lately. They're in stock kind of most places, and I have one for sale, a premium as well. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it's, it's a fantastic game. If there's anyone to give the treatment to recent, hell yeah, this is the one, if not Godzilla. But Jurassic Park has a special place in a lot of people's heart. So you're thinking, sparkle it up a little bit, awesome powder coat, maybe a new Translite, maybe some fancy stuff here or there assets new
0: assets you think
3: video i, I mean if, if we were to go really far down the rabbit hole uh what if what if they were able to land jeff goldblum christ throw in Call some ass- <laughs> he's he's been he's been around a lot he's got he's got that show you, you see him on commercials he's putting himself out there uh he's so awesome too yeah oh god cry. it would be amazing and and i think that would be a reason to pay some extra money uh because mm-hmm. one thing this person mentions, this mystery newsy person, this mm-hmm. news dropper, mm-hmm. mentions that it's going to be expensive,
1: right? So the parts that we didn't mention, while you're saying Jurassic Park, he says it has teeth and it's an anniversary game, and it's going to be expensive. Expensive mm-hmm. means it's probably not a pro, a premium like we're kind of used to it. Le's are they're they're what they are, but expensive. So Bond expensive or Elv- like what is an Elvira special edition or 40th expensive these days? Probably 15K, I would think. Minimum.
3: Yeah. I Maybe think that's point. expensive, right?
1: So you're thinking Jurassic Park. I don't think Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Here's why. Uh, they're already doing, they're already putting 30th anniversary badges on the premiums um, of the, the recent run. Not changing anything, but th- they're putting it there. Maybe mm-hmm. that's not to deter it. But if it's anniversary, okay, Jurassic Park is an anniversary. I get all that. Like Honestly, the more I think about it, what you're saying makes sense. But if I'm looking at... If I'm looking but let's at,
3: go. I, I want to know what you think. Yeah. Let's go. Because we have no clue. That's the thing. We we have no. no idea. This guy might be totally full of shit.
1: No, we're legit trying to find out, though. We're using our fucking, our ways, our sources, our who's, or what. So I fall asleep to these screenshots. I wake up immediately, pound some caffeine, hit you up at, I don't know, like 3 something a.m. your time with, all right, mm-hmm. here's my lowdown. Because um, this morning is when he said, let's say this game has teeth on it and, and all that. So I send a breakdown of, let's say it's an anniversary game of Sterns, meaning a 20-year anniversary, a 15-year anniversary, a 10-year anniversary, or a five-year anniversary. I pull up the Wikipedia. I start going to town, eating my oats, drinking my coffee. At 20 years, if it's an anniversary game, we have Lord of the Rings. If it's at a 15-year anniversary for Stern, we have Batman the Dark Knight, Shrek. It's not going to be Shrek. <laughs> Indiana, I mean, right? Indiana Jones... Okay, CSI? No, but teeth, maybe whatever. 10-year anniversary. This is where I start to think, okay, uh, Metallica, Avengers, Star Trek. They already vaulted that a couple times and did mm-hmm. Final Voyage. I don't think it's going to be Star Trek. I mean, with Strange New Worlds come Oh shit, actually. If they're if they want to go ham, and really pimp, like re-theme a Star Trek and make it strange new worlds. I don't, but the teeth thing doesn't make sense there. Yeah. Um. And then five-year anniversary be Iron Maiden and Deadpool. I don't see a reason to redo either of those. They both sell strong and there's, there's nothing, there's teeth, no. So if it's teeth, Correct. the only thing out of any of these that would have anything to do with teeth, if we're taking teeth literally, like just bones in your mouth, mm-hmm. um, like if you take teeth figurative, figuratively, as in like, It'll really make sales teeth like, oh, this is a fucking banger. It's Lord of the Rings, in my opinion. But if it's actual literal teeth, of course, that's where Jurassic Park comes from. Right. Because of all the
3: dinosaur and, teeth. And that would go along with the theme of this episode, the, the teeth thing. Yes, because of the tools. That's right. Okay. Um,
1: so I jumped at Metallica. The reason I'm thinking Metallica is just teeth. <laughs> but even teeth, I'm stretching. But I send you a screenshot of multiple screenshots. Sparky's got some teeth, very prominent teeth hanging out of his face. The Metallica dudes, um, Lars specifically, has or not Lars uh, Hetfield teeth on the playfield. A lot of teeth, uh, smiling everywhere. There's teeth, skulls with teeth where the uh, shoot again. There's a skull with teeth. There's skulls mm-hmm. with teeth on both the uh, the in lanes. Um, there's a lot of skulls everywhere. But I'm really kind of trying to force it there. If he's being very subtle and. So- when he says it's a lot of teeth, someone obviously replied, no, you already said it's not Jaws. He's like, I'm not talking about Jaws. He's like, mm-hmm. all right, what else has a lot of teeth? Yeah, Jurassic Park. But Metallica, for, for all these games, I straight looked at all the play fields of all these games that I didn't know by like the back of my hand, like Lord of the Rings, and looked for teeth. The only games that have teeth are Metallica
2: mm-hmm.
1: and a tiny bit, a couple skulls in Indiana Jones. But, I mean, to me, I think it comes down to Metallica or... Um, Jurassic Park.
3: Yeah. I, uh, and I think I, I told you at first, I was like, oh, here's the Metallica. Um, mm-hmm. Because I know Stern's getting ready to do some kind of promotion with them that they haven't talked about yet. And so that's what I thought about. But this mystery guy says uh, in, in one of his comments, it is not a vault. Right, he says it's a re-release first, and then mm-hmm.
1: says it's not dot 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 a vault. Meaning he's insinuating I'm choosing my words here by mm-hmm. saying it's not dot 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 a vault. So if it was a vault, let's say it's Metallica, then they would just be like, hey, it's it's Metallica, it's it's great, whatever. It's we have re-releasing. That's what ty- typically a vault is. A re-release would be, I guess. Would it be an updated version? That might, might be a remake. I don't mean, know. You might say remake if it's Metallica with an LCD and new music, or Tron with new LCD and new all that. I mean, is that a re release? That's more than a re release. Jurassic Park, if you say re release, like he says, we're just re releasing the game, but we're giving it an anniversary. God damn it! I'm convincing myself of what you're saying. It's a it's an anniversary re release of a very popular game that will sell bananas. And here's a bunch of green. Sp- but I mean, they're le. Let's take the Jurassic Park le that's already out there that sells for like roughly fourteen to sixteen thousand dollars, depending mm-hmm. on the month these days. It's got a great green. Is it a slightly sparkly powder coat? It looks great. The translate is the best of all of them. The art package is the best of all of them. The, the art blades internally are better than any third party or stern that you can buy aftermarket. I guess. I mean, if you re release the LE of Jurassic Park, it has to be, to your point, a gold bloom. It's got to have a real, you know, dinosaur DNA on it, a d- dinosaur that literally bites you in the <laughs> face, you know? <laughs> right.
3: I yeah. mean, I don't know. It's a yeah, tough one. I, I mean, I th- if we go by what this guy's saying, it's Jurassic Park. Shit. Teeth. Are you, are you, are you on the teeth? I'm I'm on the teeth. And, and, and here's the other thing. If, if, if this is true, if it's Jurassic Park, if it's a special edition 30th anniversary Jurassic Park, you know, it's, it's a, it's basically like a rerun of LEs, but the, you know, of course I think it's going to have different powder coat and what have you. They're going to have a reason to buy this. Mm. And the reason yeah, first of all, you know, I'll, the internet's going to be pissed off at first, right? Because the but, LEs are going to devalue and all that? Well, or no, that because everybody's waiting for Venom, right? Sure. And, I mean, people are like 100% sure it's Venom because of, uh, you know, Nap Arcade and and the other places. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so, but they're not going to hate this because it's an L1 game. It's an awesome game. It's going to look cool. Um, and he's saying... It's going to sell out. It's
1: coming before Venom and Spider-Man. Correct. So if if somehow, I don't know, like for me, it still makes sense that Venom slash Amazing Spider-Man, it comes out on, or at least gets revealed-ish at Comic-Con. It just it, That just makes too much sense to me. So either it has to be released slash announced in the next month, this Jurassic Park anniversary, mm-hmm. or Metallica re-release, or... This surplants Venom slash Spider-Man at Comic-Con, which I know you were saying via text you think that's there. I, I think Venom and Spider-Man has a bigger slash, splash at Comic-Con than Jurassic Park does, or a bigger reason to be there.
3: Well, yeah, because it's a comic title. But, I mean, Comic-Con yeah. nowadays is, is just a pop culture festival. I mean, they talk about all kind of stuff, movies. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just not just comics anymore. Um, In fact, it's probably 50-50 movies. So if it is
1: Jurassic Park... Well, not if it is. Like mm-hmm. you said, you Google Jurassic Park anniversary. There's tons
3: of shit. Um, Lots of stuff going on right now with Jurassic Park. Hmm. I think the 11th of this month was the actual 30th anniversary. I, I think that's that's when, yeah, that's when the movie dropped, and now they're hitting this. I mean, we're, we're here in Phoenix. We're having a a giant Jurassic Park thing going on at the Foot, Footprint Amphitheater. I mean, it's all kind of releases like Lego stuff. I mean, video games. Mm. This would fit. Well,
1: uh, if, so they got to get this thing up fast. I still think if it's... The, yeah, the we'll Venoms hear about of, it in
3: three weeks. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Shit.
1: three. Well, okay. Well, I need, I'm getting the tingles on my skin now. Uh, I'm going to go take advantage of this and work out. Um, let's let, let the people think we're either going to hear soon about this re-release or this dude doesn't know shit um but thanks for joining me this breaking news at 4 a.m uh morning this is insane um go choke some people let's stay tuned and see what games get announced soon from stern yeah
3: i'm going back to sleep good night all right (laughs) good night what other rumors do you have Oh, do I have?
1: Uh, well, let me let me make one up. Um, no, NAP Arcade. You know we talked about that. Um, Jersey Jack does not have Matrix for the next game. That it's tentatively Rocket Man, Elton John, yeah. by Stephen
2: Ritchie.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen Q.
4: Ritchie. Stephen
1: Q. Ritchie. There is the big license talk of uh, people who are at the licensing convention, the, like, I don't fucking know what it was called, a licensing convention. So kind of, you know, what is the next game? And they're looking at um, anniversaries of games. And coming up for major pinball anniversaries, and a lot of these have been rumored. Um, so if we use the 25th anniversary, of some of these. The Matrix. Just talked about it. Fight Club. Okay. Ooh. I could see yeah. that. Uh, a bunch of other these... Of these others, excuse me, are not things I would think of. But for 40th anniversary, there's Ghostbusters. There's talk of vaulting that, which that is not the first time I've
3: heard that. Man, say I, that. Uh, I Yeah, that. I just... I find that... Hard to believe, but I guess plausible I that think it was you... forty years ago. <laughs> no, them <laughs> vaulting. Because do you remember? That, were you at the expo where Gomez ran up to me and told me to turn the projector off?
4: I I can't remember if we were at that one. If I think I was at the one after, maybe I was, but I remember the story.
3: Yeah, so we were, uh you know, at the at the, the Marco Specialties booth. We were just playing stern's uh, youtube channel and uh, the making of ghostbusters popped up and uh george ran up to me and was like take this down immediately we don't we don't want to be associated with this man in any way and i was like man sorry it was i mean it's on your channel um so uh that's why i just i find it hard to believe that they would they would i think enough time alone. has
4: passed and if you and if you wouldn't have just brought it up, Kale, nobody would people, remember. People would have forgot, huh? And then we could have had a vaulted Ghostbusters, I, mm, which I think a lot of people would buy. Yeah,
1: and well, what you're referring to, not, not everyone knows. The designer of the game is uh, not great, right? Yeah. yeah, he's he's in prison. He's in prison for not great stuff and not laughable stuff. Piece right. of shit stuff. Yeah. yeah. So. It sucks to separate the art from the artist. Sometimes uh, Michael Jackson is tough for me. Sometimes we're like, God,
4: that dude. Could fuck no, I him. think everybody's flawed. You got to just do it. You you can like aspects of somebody while disliking other aspects. You can appreciate yeah. appreciate hate the music. The
3: artist don't hate the art. Is is that yes? What's
4: up? Or just ignore the artist and enjoy the art. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Just there's. I can't be, I can't possibly be responsible for Bud Light and Chick-fil-A. I can't be responsible for Bud Light or Chick-fil-A. Um, yeah, maybe. You know, I just like, just, it's it, things get too complicated. Life is too short. Yep. Appreciate the good things people do. Yeah. No,
3: I, I agree. I think every pinball fan wants to see this game vaulted. This is a, this is a fantastic game um i hope well i don't know i i kind of hope they don't fix the flipper gap because it, it would be weird like like you know if you're going to Somewhere play a like tur- this <laughs> yeah if you're going to play a tournament which is this is this yeah know? i think and i'm just
1: shit chatting here uh if they vault it that was spike one right so, correct. Yeah. I think converting this to Spike 2, and I'm not saying like, oh, people tell me. I think you'd be able to tell the difference between a, an LCD versus a DMD when you're walking up, as far as tournament goes. But oh, to the point. Yeah, I yeah. didn't even
3: think about that. So, <laughs> so, they would have to like redo, they would have to add some movie clips. Yeah, that would be really something else.
1: Yeah. Fucking A. I mean, I, I would think that adding movie clips would be easier than the custom animation for a DMD. For it's sure. It's just cutting up an MKV and tossing it in there. I mean, it's, it's more complicated than that. But I uh, yeah, I think Ghostbusters is too big to be overshadowed by the design. I mean, Stern didn't like know, th- like they didn't hire this person knowing the history and like, wait, no, that's, that's cool. We love that. It was, no, it's like, oh shit, you fucking suck. Go to prison. Shit, that blows. Right. N- you know, them remaking this does not suddenly say we support. It's just you know how big of a piece of shit this this guy was. But that, that's not what that says. It's Ghostbusters is a prized theme. It's a prized game. It's people love it. The art's fantastic. The music. I mean, you name it. It's a. Some people think it's really hard, and it is. But that's what makes the, it great. The game and
3: is I, the the layout's amazing. The rules are amazing. Yeah, it's a. a it's class so a unique. Game. Yeah. Yeah
1: it's great i think there's a and lot the so, scream, yeah, I, come on <laughs>
3: i love watching people get freaked out by the scream
1: on location yeah i turned it off at home after like i think the third time i owned the game i was like all right that's enough like i'd be in the middle of trying to i'd get my i'd get my six times multipliers going i'm in uh looping supers in the middle of it just like god damn it you bitch yelling at me so 40th anniversary Ghostbusters, if we're looking at anniversaries. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. There's rumors of, of who's got Indiana Jones. There's rumors mm-hmm. that both Jersey Jack and Stern have Indiana Jones. That's Jesus. Go. Uh, Terminator, which there's been two. Has it been three or just two Terminator games?
3: There are two, because
4: they started with two. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. There's two, and, two three. and
4: three, but no one. They're going to go back and do just Terminator.
1: And the other two on here, there's a, a but you know, Footloose, 16 Candles, like, well, great, Beverly Hills Cop. The other two that seem like possibilities, a three, I guess, if you include Nightmare and Elm Street, but mm-hmm. I don't think nearly as much as Gremlins or the Karate Kid. I think Gremlins could do some damage and Karate Kid would almost be like, would you have to do Cobra Kai?
2: Hmm. Yeah.
3: I don't know.
1: Do you guys have any affinity for either of those?
3: Gremlins would be fun. I don't I don't really care. I loved Karate Kid. Uh man, I freaked out over that movie when I was growing up. But uh, as a pinball theme, eh, I mean, I guess who whoever designs it's going to make that game. Um What about Back to the Future? You haven't mentioned that. Isn't isn't that a, that, a rumor? Uh,
1: that one's kind of the yeah, it's like the uh, elephant in the room. Uh I, <laughs> it just seems to be so loud these days of hey, I hear it's coming out. I hear it's coming out. There's there's rumors, really good rumors. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just what I hear is that like there's very substantiated rumors that Back to the Future is going to happen. I don't know. With,
3: with Keith, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's supposed to be Keith's game. Well, there's also the Beavis and Butthead Keith thing out there <laughs> I, as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do I th- you think? I, think?
3: I think Back to the Future, I mean, if it, if the rumors are true, it's Keith. I, I think they might bring in Chris Franchi for this one. Gee, really? Yeah, I think so. Man. I can see that. Yeah, because I mean, I think his art fits that. You yeah, know, you want to have that photorealistic style. Yep. Um, I still man. love
1: his pitch for Superman. That CG, yeah. the, the one he has out there, that design. Oh, for sure. Franchi and Elwyn Back to the Future. <laughs> Imagine that yeah. would yeah. sell so well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So would Beavis and Butthead, though. Yeah, man,
3: I would. Yeah.
4: Yes. Take, shut and Beavis up and, and take Butthead my money. would make money. Could you
3: imagine?
4: I Fuck. I would. Yeah. Beavis and Butthead would make more than Rick and Morty.
1: Oh, yeah. And it would probably be a lot better of a game. No offense. But a little bit. Not a lot. A smidge. A skosh. A skosh of offense. Oh,
4: hey, speaking of Rick and Morty, can I change the subject real quick for a second? Remember how last time we were on... We talked a little bit about how Scooby Doo was doing so well. But oh, you we ready were, to talk numbers? Uh, what I'm, <laughs> what I'm ready to talk about is less than twenty four hours later, shooter stopped working. Oopsie again. daisies! <laughs> Get and fucked. we've been having nonstop problems since. You don't then.
3: say. So, and not not just ours. I mean, okay, look God here. You, you know, I will. I will rip. Uh, spooky, apart, and man. I was trying to be so positive about this game. Yeah, they got you. But it's, uh, man. No, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm staying palms up. I'm, I'm nothing but positivity. I think I can get this motherfucker running. Um, Figure it out. Yeah, we're, okay. we're we're working hard. It's not just our game. I'm getting messages from other people. Like, what the fucks up with the shooter? Um, we, I played a in a tournament. This past Saturday, they had. um, I I was picked to, with with three other people, to play on Scooby, all excited. I was like, oh, I got this. Um, And boom, like on our second ball, the shooter. Hmm. No longer works. So I mean, this is this is not a mistake. This is a feature. And, and, if, you're, if you're able to like, it's open a
4: feature, the- motherfucker. Yeah.
3: If you're if you are, yeah, I love how Zach called out Canada on that last episode. It's a motherfucking feature. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just sloppy as shit. And you know, yeah. I'm I'm. Are we surprised? I don't think so. Nah. Um if you're surprised you haven't been paying attention to their work and you haven't opened up one of their machines, I mean, there's just like a bracket hanging off the edge. Uh, Part of this shooter assembly, there's a bracket just hanging off the edge, not attached to anything. Um, That's cool. People are saying like shove uh, washers in there and then screw it back to your play field. That doesn't work. Okay. Put your dick in it. I don't Um, know, man. We've, we've had a little luck. Uh, I mean, Rachel messed around with it and and took some pliers and and squoze the forks together that actually hit the uh, ball. Wait, wait, wait. That's a word, and I don't know this word. Which one? The the squozing. S- wow,
4: it's <laughs> real. It's to squeeze, but you squoze. Oh,
1: yeah. you're a pa- okay. Just yeah. making sure. Yeah. Carry yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. if you pinch
4: those tines in a little bit, it hits more central in the ball. And so that gives it a, a better chance, but that's still the, the way that the whole thing is actually designed and put together is problematic in there. I believe is no fix for it other than, uh, taking a hole saw to the front of the cabinet and installing a manual plunger in between the, um, the fork of the auto plunger.
3: And we are seriously considering this just because this game is earning like nothing before. We, I mean, we'll do anything to get this thing working, even without a working shooter out. Well, that's the the thing is
4: when it's on, someone's on it, and then it stops working, and people are sad. And it's like, oh, well, I was having fun, you know, being Velma, uh, Mm -hmm. and now I need a (laughs) refund. Mm. So it's, yeah, it, it's such, on the plus side, it's a game that so many people like. Downside, you can't actually play it.
1: Yeah, because it's busted. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned putting parts in it, washers, squ- squozing, squo- 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 naturally. Uh, and, and, and you mentioned earlier when uh, Gomez came up to you, you're uh-huh. working at Marco. Now, would you buy these washers, etc., from Marco these
3: days? Oh, uh, that's the only place I would buy my equipment. The only, yeah.
4: you're the only place you would <laughs> buy washers or other easily <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> purchasable, readily available things.
3: Yeah. I, what, is it time to announce our new sponsor? Yes, please. We are so excited and proud to bring on Marco Specialties as a sponsor for... Pinball party. I want to thank those guys. Uh, For those of you who don't know and uh you know are, are just out there playing machines and don't have to take care of them. Marco Specialties, one of the biggest parts manufacturers and distributors in the entire world, started in 1985 by Mark Mandeltort. He believed uh you know we should keep these machines running, keep them out of the landfill and uh and and supply parts to man thousands of machines all across the world i used to work there and work in customer service and graphic design that shipping parts all over the place um unfortunately mark is no longer with us but his wife nancy and son paul are at the helm uh, uh keeping this legacy alive you know supplying parts manufacturing parts uh finding parts that are no longer available and, uh, you know, reverse engineering and building them, building them better out of better materials and then, and then supplying them to all of us. They, and, you know, they include a plus customer service. If you have a problem with the machine, give them a call. They'll point you in the right direction. Uh, and most importantly, they just started a tech database for pinball techs. If you are a pinball tech and are not a part of this, get in touch with them and get added, because uh, what, what will happen is people will call Marco Specialties, need some help on their machine, and they're willing to pay a tech to do a house call, visit an arcade or what have you, and they can uh, point them in the right direction, find a tech in their area. Also, they have the very popular Pin Tech Live with with Kyle Spateri. Sorry, I know Kyle very well. I'm, he's going to be mad that I butchered his name. Uh, but he, uh, has an awesome show and, and I think all of the stuff's, uh, on YouTube. You can go back and watch all kinds of stuff. And, um, man, what an incredible tech he is. And this Thursday he will be on Pintech live with Jack danger. Oh shit. That, yeah. Him, uh, Kyle Emoto and Jack danger are going to be on Pentech live talking about all kinds of great shit. You can, um, you can uh join on the conversation and uh you know be part of the chat if you want to ask jack stuff and you know ask emoto and Kyle anything so that's so going to be a lot week, of fun the 29th yeah this thursday it's going to be super cool <sighs> uh so uh i want to you know really thank those guys for getting on board and supporting us I, i've uh they're big fans of the show they they walk around the office singing your songs jason oh i'm sorry <laughs> and, out there and
4: and maybe like the most important thing for, for us with Marco is that that's where Cale and I met.
2: Oh, yeah. man.
4: yeah, We met at Marco Specialties when when we were both working there. And uh, whenever I started Electric Bat Arcade, um, Mark Mandeltort was always in my corner just encouraging me and, and giving me advice. And his belief in me really um, helped me out with the, yeah, I could really do this. And so thanks to Marco, we have Electric Bat, we have Kale Mm -hmm. and Rachel, we have parts for machines that you can't get anywhere else, and then parts that you can get in other places. Marco um, tends to have the ones that are built the strongest, the highest quality. So if it's a high impact part, sometimes you'll have options. You can buy it from three or four different places, but um, we always buy the ones from Marco because we don't want to have to keep replacing same thing
3: there you go and we were the original pinball party me rachel marco ramirez steve (laughs) uh rolling around selling parts putting smiles on people's faces at the pinball shows miss those guys they i recently
1: i buy a lot of stuff from marco and yeah uh, truly thank you guys for sponsoring the show i uh, really really appreciate it when you mentioned earlier getting things that i noticed they have stuff that other people like won't have example uh, this, but last time I bought something that I knew someone else didn't have was September 30th 2022 I was looking at my email like how many things I've bought from Marco so I got to list through some of this shit I was told by a distributor that the Black Knight Sword of Rage inside Artblades you just can't buy them anywhere he's like oh no no they, they stopped making them you can't buy them well mm. you can't at Marco they just happen to have them and almost every time there's like I'm out of there's out of stock of something somewhere weird Marco some fucking how has it um <laughs> And I buy stuff from there all the time, so... um,
3: Yeah, good. Yeah,
4: that warehouse is ridiculous. I mean, it's just... And Mark would always order parts that he knew that he wasn't going to make money on, just, you know, because you have to buy like 10,000 of something, and he knew he'd probably only sell like Mm -hmm. eight of them. But just to be able to have them out there, because without that part, you weren't going to be able to have that machine. So, yeah, we we have, uh, you know, one of our troll heads on Medieval blew apart last week, so... Ordered, ordered a troll head.
3: Yeah, when when we were there, they had thirty thousand parts. They they may have doubled that by now. What the fuck? And you're, but you're counting every little washer and every screw. Oh, right? every every skew.
1: Yeah, right. All right, let's talk about parts, uh, parts, tools, things that people should have around because either new people out here or you guys have a scale of pinball machines. The amount of work you're doing on them. Probably probably requires a different set of tools that maybe not all of us have. So, like last time, I'm going to leave and talk amongst yourself. I'm going to (laughs) grab my tool bag and let me share what I have in my little home, you know, home use only, what what I'm using, that I've used enough to where I've bought. And then let's talk about what you got. So, good luck. I'll see you in like 30 seconds. Cool.
4: Cool. And I think we're going to have a link to these somewhere in the show notes, right?
3: We will. Uh, what we're, we're actually what we're probably going to do is uh, add a page to our website, and like a like a blog or what have you, and have links to all of these tools and where you can find them.
4: So there will be a link in the show notes to the Electric Bat website. Yes, got it. Okay. Well, the very first thing that everybody should have is glass corner protectors. You and I have seen so many pieces of glass Mm -hmm. explode when people mistakenly just sit them on the ground thinking I was putting it down there carefully. Um, So sometimes people like to put them on folded up towels, cardboard, just things lying around. But they have Mm -hmm. these little corner protectors that will fit in your pocket and you and I carry them around all the time. Um, You can get them on the Marco site for $10. Uh, They just... Pop right on the corners. You can set set your glass down, and it's very easy, right? That's item numero I'm, uno.
1: I'm back. I missed what's okay. The most important thing, and I missed it. What do you?
4: Glass <laughs> corner protectors.
1: Ah, okay. Yep. Here's my Which, bag, as yeah. you can see. Okay, oh, that's cool. cute. Bosh.
3: It's, it's nice.
1: Bosh. <laughs> it's a little Bosh bag. It's so nice. here's what I have in my. um So let's see. Was 2023. Let's say five years I've been doing this to where I have to actually do a little bit more. Uh, Probably an extra two years of just owning two sterns, so I had to replace a bulb like once. Mm -hmm. So in here, aside from this cup holder, whatever, and I got some leg plastic, you know, covers for, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Right, Uh, cabinet protectors. There you go. Thank you. I got Mm -hmm. my little bag of Novus 1 and Novus 2. I never go 3. Do you guys go 3? Never. Yeah. Who goes three?
4: <laughs> you would use those if you were tumbling. You would use Nova's three in a tumbler.
1: Okay. And a couple microcloths for that. I have some uh, multi-purpose sponge tape for the lockdown bars. Uh, yep. It's it's a three-quarter inch, I believe. Three-eighth mm-hmm. inch. Yep. You know. I've had enough where I need a whole fucking spool of this shit. Uh, I got my wax uh, that I rarely, rarely use. Canuba wax. Okay oh, uh, I okay, know the Novus one because that one's almost gone mm-hmm. I got uh, a bunch of little rubbers <laughs> you know that's what she said uh, just extra shit <laughs> I have my bulb bag a mix of Ooh. incandescent mm-hmm. uh, LED um, some trough lighting some, some things extra.
4: You found bit in the couch
1: <laughs> yes a lot of <laughs> yes. things that i found at the bottom of cabinets like oh I might use that bulb one day uh, some color changers Yada yada. So as far as tools, um, I have
4: my Allen wrenches. Okay. So Allen wrenches, super important. Everybody needs them. And I just saw the type of Allen wrenches you have are great. And they're the kind that most people have. Just regular run-of-the-mill. Okay. Um, you go to Home Depot, buy Allen wrenches. Which is no good. No, they're fine. Okay. But if you want to uh, step it up a little bit, say you use them a lot. You know, you've gone from two to machines to i I've broke 40. four of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and you might notice that whenever you're using them, when you're rebuilding flippers or something like that, that they that you'll go to crank down on it and it'll slip. Yes. Or, okay, so, Kale found the best Allen wrenches in the world. The brand is Wera, W-E-R-A. Um, w- okay. They don't slip, just the design of them. Works really, really well. They're very strong. You mm-hmm. get a good grip on things. Uh, the costs—I don't know—like forty-five bucks for the set, so they're not cheap. But they—they uh, they work fantastically. Yeah, regular Allen wrenches, the one you have in your garage, will work. If you want, if you want fancier ones, or you find yourself working on a lot of machines and you're frustrated, get the Wera's.
1: When I mentioned Ooh. breaking them it was every single time on a flipper. Every time. Because sometimes they'll say I've Have you ever stripped with the Allen wrench as opposed to like it's slipping? Or maybe that is just slipping. I think it's like the Allen wrench is losing in the metal over the actual whenever you not with
3: the wearers. But But yes. I I, I may have with the other ones. I haven't used uh, your standard cheap Allen wrenches in so long. These these wearers are amazing. My next
1: main tool um, and I only have one, it's stupid, because I keep a socket set out there anyways because of the uh, the leg bolts and everything. So oftentimes, I do have this magnetic neck nut driver. I don't remember what size it is. It's the standard... Uh, uh, That's
4: probably a quarter inch. Is it red yes. on the tip?
1: Uh, it No color, but that is what it is. I remember when I was picking between the two, that was it. Because everything else, I, I just use my uh, socket uh, set. But I also have... I don't think it's in here... Uh, I think it's on the fridge because I keep it. It's funny. It's such a strong magnet. Is that big magnet um, grabber that extends? The
4: telescoping magnet? Yep. Yes. Very important. You need that for all the times you drop the screws and the washers and they go behind and underneath some plastics or getting balls out of the trough when you're going to lift the play field up.
1: Oh, shit. I've never done that.
4: It helps. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, good call.
1: <laughs> I've used it sometimes just to magnetize like a screw quick too, just to like, or a screwdriver just to... Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously I have a screwdriver in here. Um, I'm almost out of tools. You guys probably have more many more many. Stop, Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little close. leveler. This little <laughs> little uh, That's your leveler
4: standard bubble leveler doesn't level. work well. Right? No, nope. we've got. Yep. <laughs> should we stop you on the tools that you have and let you know what we use? That what is. What am I doing? Yeah, yeah. Fix me here. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go to your socket drivers. Um, you can't see what Jason was holding up, but it was a looked like a generic socket. Um, so, I'll
1: have you know, it's a Klein Tools. Oh,
4: okay. Ooh. Well, great.
1: Come on. Oh, wow. So that it
4: should, there should be red on the back end. Oh, you That's mean? okay? a quarter okay. inch. Yeah. Yes, it oh. is quarter inch. All you right. said tip. I, <laughs> there you go.
1: I know what I'm so, doing.
4: So the Kleins are great if you want a magnetic sockets, which are very helpful in uh, many applications. But guess who also makes the most comfortable, mag- or not magnetic, but hollow shaft, ergonomic, fantastic to use socket driver? Kale, you want to talk about it?
3: Oh, that I uh, have another win for Wera right there. Most amazing uh, deep socketed socket drivers. And they spell feel- this for me Wera. Yeah.
4: W E R A.
3: Okay. It's a German tool manufacturer. I mean, everything they make is absolutely amazing. They are expensive, but if you're doing this for a living, it is worth the money.
4: Yeah, I've or been you, using Or clients, if you just want to be
3: a tool pimp at home, you yeah. know, do yeah, that. I which I do. People
4: just, yeah, I enjoy using really nice tools. And the Wera's, like you think that you your clients are great and you're using them and they work fine. Then you pick up a Wera and... And you're like, mm. how how have I been using this other, generally good, uh, socket driver? But the, the wearers feel great, and because they have a hollow shaft, you can you can use them for like posts and stuff. Yeah, insert okay. joke
1: here. Nut drivers.
4: <laughs> Nut driver.
1: What fo- What main sizes should someone have?
4: The ones that come in the sets. So you you want your standard. you, you don't need metric four pinball machines okay. um but you know you've got your your quarter inch your 11 30 seconds your 5 sixteenths. those those are going to be your most common use
1: this uh, last tool i found i don't think you can talk shit about it
4: it's no my, absolutely not that's on my, my switch list. adjuster that, that is a switch a, adjuster that that is came a from
3: you bet it did yeah yeah, Marco sells a, a, a three-piece set of those at uh, different angles and, you know, the, the slots are at different angles and what have you. Also, th- that is a must. They're very inexpensive. Get the three-piece set. I've it's never, a- t-
1: to be honest, sorry, uh, I've never actually uh, wanted a different size. I've never needed one. I mean, maybe that's a good mm-hmm. problem to have. Uh, I've, I've just, uh, maybe it's a testament to this tool. It always works. Yeah. It's so clutch too. When you just need to mm-hmm. bend something just a little bit, just a squish. Right.
4: Yep. right. You don't want to get in there with the needle nose and, you Which know, I you, used
1: to do. Yeah.
4: You end up, you can see all the switches that people have adjusted with the needle nose. It's, it's ham handed and uh, <laughs> they, it's a the, mess. The,
3: the blades look all wavy.
4: Either twisted, yeah. <laughs> spiral. Um, yeah. So. And then on on the uh, on your screwdrivers, once again, wearer. These are the most Whoa. beautiful
3: screwdrivers. Second to none. And and if you have an old machine, old beat-up Gottlieb or Bally with stripped-out screws, these wearers will get a grip. They have like teeth on the little point. They're and, laser etched. Yeah, they're laser etched. That's right. And uh, they they will grab anything. Well, but we didn't talk about our level, because Jason brought out his bubble level,
4: which is mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, That's shit fine. level. Yeah,
3: it's fine. But what, what do we use, Rachel?
4: We use a Klein digital level.
3: Klein so in you, the house.
4: Klein. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you set it on the play field, and it will tell you to the tenth of a degree how far you know, up or down you are. But this is also cool if you're trying to set pitch, because a lot of times you read in the manual – This should be at six point eight degrees, or your friend tells you I've got mine at seven degrees, right? If I find that my game, you know, let's say Jurassic Park, let's say that Kale and I believe that it plays best at seven degrees. We talk to Jason who lives thousands of miles away. We can say, get out your digital level, set it to seven degrees, which is much more accurate than than the phone apps or the the bubble level, which you know you don't have a numeric value for so digital level way to go
1: and from my recollection didn't jack danger uh suggest that specific digital yeah. level yeah we you had? yeah
3: we saw him using it on some of his videos years ago before he had a machine out i think when he was when he was making that uh i don't even know what you call that machine it's kind of like resume or entrance exam into Stern and uh, we noticed him using it and messaged him about it and started using it. It's a great tool. He still uses it today. I, I was talking with him about it a couple of weeks ago.
1: When he was a wee lad, when he was a in wee other lad. words. Yep. When you are measuring a game, do you just put this digital level at the, between
3: the flippers or do you also... Walk me through that. I put it all over the machine. Multiple uh, points yeah multiple points um especially on older machines i mean maybe you can get it you know it's wood right who knows what, what's happened and where it's what it's been through might have a little warpage but also the inserts make things different so you want to get these readings all over the place um and it can be a huge pain in the ass but just take some time and, and make it right um but you know, for the most part, you want to worry about uh, you know in between the flippers. Throw it on there as long as there's no like inserts, you know, making the reading, you know, uh, making it uh, give you some weird readings. So beyond screwdrivers, nut drivers,
1: Wera. Apparently, you guys are sponsored by Wera, and I'm unaware. Uh oh,
4: <laughs> boy, I'd Beautiful love to tools.
1: be. Man, yeah. What else you guys got? Or is that it? Is that all people need?
4: Oh no, there's more. Thank you. Headlamps. So I have oh, gone through shit. probably, Kale. Would you say fifteen different headlamps Man, before I found tried the one?
3: that- Every single headlamps I've I've gotten on. Uh, what is it? Wire cutter. red reviews. spillunking.com. Uh, dot uh, Yeah, I've been I've been wrong so many times. Rachel, Cornob, Rachel chicken, yeah. has finally found the uh, headlamp to rule them all. Is yes. it Awarea? No, it's not.
4: It's an energizer. It's actually an the energizer. Bunny. It's, yep. The bunny saves us. And and I believe if I'm not mistaken, Mark um electric electric bat Mark turned us on to this. It is yeah. a it's got like, you know, nine million lumens. It's adjustable. It doesn't have to be, you know, stadium lighting, but it will get extremely bright. It's rechargeable. In a pinch, it will also take a battery, not like a double A, it's a like a cr i don't know a a fancy battery battery thingy Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's a big old battery that will go in there um it comes with one but it lasts a long time it's extremely bright it's adjustable all the things you want it is the best headlamp and you know it's about 30 bucks it's not it's not a terribly expensive one it is just the best one does it That's have right.
1: a specific model number, or is it? I
4: believe it's the IPX4, but I can figure it out, and we can we'll we'll throw a link up there for it.
3: It, it almost looks like you have one of those tiny, like military flashlights on your head. You know, the, the one where you like you, you hold. It's like a gooseneck. You know, like uh-huh. the old school military flashlights. But, but of course, it's not that big. But yeah, it, it is the absolute brightest one we have found. I have a headlamp. Great call.
1: I do have one. It's not in here because I use it for um, other things, like looking for snails in the woods at night. Cool. I, don't. I just I just made that up, but oh, uh, it it has. <laughs> cool. We have to worry about uh, scorpions. Yeah. Oh shit. That's a bummer. Yeah. You got y'all
4: ever got stung?
3: No, we we're, we're lucky. We don't have, we live in the city and we don't have to deal with them at at home. But in uh, this
4: part of the city.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm. But you do but, have to bring your own oxygen.
4: <laughs> West, that's,
3: only, that's only when I go to Flagstaff, man. It's like eight thousand oh, okay. feet in the sky, dude. I can't. I need more no, oxygen, man. No scorpions, but also no air. Yeah, um, <laughs> deal with
1: it. Um, shit, I lost my. Tr- oh yeah, my 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 headset. Mm-hmm. Um, it has. It's brighter than than shit. It's brighter than heaven would be if you would like. Whoa, I'm fucking. Uh, but it's charged by not USB C, not lightning, not USB. Uh, what is it, USB Mini that's like on the Android phones? It's the one that's like before that, that's shaped like a little trapezoid that no one has the charger for Oh,
4: yeah, yeah. Yeah, Um, I've had many a headlamp with that.
1: Yeah, so I don't charge it, so it's dead uh, because I don't have any of those cables. But the Energizer, is the Energizer, oh, it's it's rechargeable, yes?
4: Yes, yep, just plug it in. Okay,
1: good. Um,
4: Yes, it's great. You also need a soldering iron. Totes. And so there's obviously two routes you can go with this. The the cheaper version, or if you're going to be doing a lot of soldering, you definitely want a soldering station. We have both. But for most people, I think the um, there's an inexpensive Weller brand. That, again, it's maybe like 30 bucks. And the thing I love about this, and I use this all the time, uh, it has LEDs, so it will always oh. shine light to where you're soldering, which is so helpful. And it has a, a nice triangular base, so it doesn't roll off a surface and you know burn you in the leg or something. Um, so if you're gonna get a, if just for a base soldering iron, that's that's the one I love is is the Weller with the LEDs. And if you're gonna be doing circuit board stuff or some more involved things or whenever I'm if building displays or things that take a lot of soldering I'll use the Hacko oh, soldering yeah. station. Oh it's and the best. It's it heats wonderful. up in like
1: one second.
4: It's yeah, it's reliable. It stays hot. It it's 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 a pleasure to use. And same with their desolderer. We use their the Hacko solderer, the Hacko desolderer. If you're gonna be doing a lot of work, invest in those. They're awesome.
1: Yeah, the, the Hakko uh, we use for, well, I guess I use it or at the audio shop um, when we're changing guitar pickups or doing work on instruments because it's just, it heats up right away. For anyone, uh, you know, if you want a quick reference, it's the blue and yellow one. You've probably yeah. seen it. It's, it looks like a little Lego thing. Everything's in it. It's it's kind of like the end-all be-all for a station. I, I mean, you might need other tips and whatever. Um, tips, like literal t- tips for the soldering. You need smaller or bigger. But yeah, hacko. I have a hacko. Uh, and then yeah i have a piece of shit soldering iron that was like 12 bucks that barely works so i'd i'd check out that Weller one you mentioned
4: yes you'll you'll like it Cale um, kale found a spring tool that we use a lot he found it on the marco site kale you a wanna, what it's a spring tool it's the tool that we use to put on or take off springs
3: It's so helpful. Spring, like I I think uh, we bought like it's. Think of like a dental tool, but it has it has a hook on one side, and on the other side, like a reverse hook, so you can like, you know, unhook the uh, the springs, your return springs, and then put them back on. It's so much. Sorry, sorry, return springs.
1: Okay, I was trying to think of what springs.
4: So a flipper return spring. Yeah. A drop target spring any little tiny spring this tool allows you to both push and pull mm-hmm. and when he found it we bought one and then after that after he used that i think we bought like five to give out to our friends
3: yeah keep two in a tool bag and if you uh, they're, they're inexpensive if you, you, you if you buy some from marco get a couple of them because it's the kind of thing that's like really tiny and you could leave it in a machine on accident and you'll find it like a week later. So put a couple in your tool bag. Spring tool. And it's, it's built specifically for that. I don't know what it's built for, but it works. For <laughs> it's <tool>. it's
4: <laughs> called, you can search it by that. Um, yeah. I have no idea if that is, if they designed it or if, yeah, don't know, but this is, it works for this. It's great. Y'all uh-huh. ever
1: wonder about, or do it anyways? Like the, Dentist tools for plaque, you know, when they're scraping at you and they're getting all that stuff off, and it like, it doesn't feel great, but it's also it's nice knowing that they're getting all that nasty yeah. out of there. I want to get myself a nice set of dentist tools and just work yeah. on them myself at home. Y'all ever get
3: weird with that? No, I have we, a have, we have dental tool. We have yeah, she has all that stuff, but we have upgraded to a a Toothbrush? water pick. Oh, shit. Right. Man, dude, if you don't have a water pick, uh, you can't get them at Marco Specialties. You can, <laughs> yet. you can get a yet. Yeah, yeah, you can't. But, man, what a game changer for cleaning your teeth. If you are not water picking, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not kissing you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, used to water
0: pick quite a <laughs>
1: uh, I used to water pick, you know, I was a picker. Um, I am mm-hmm. mainly now a stick flosser. You know, with the, yeah, the, the stick with the Yeah. Oh,
2: so You're saying you water pick.
1: Th- I mean.
4: Yeah. So here's I get... my, my dental regime. I, please. I started, please. Yeah. This is what the people have come <laughs> yeah. to listen to. I start with the yep. water pick. Um, you start with it. Um, yeah. Start now, with the water pick. You
1: have it mounted in the shower or is this on the sink?
4: <laughs> it's, uh, it's, That's uh, a good idea. It's I got s- mine in the shower.
1: <laughs> well, oh, ours yeah. is a
4: pl- plug in, so I'm not going to do that. Oh, um,
1: okay. Ours is pressure based pressure physics.
4: base like what are you like well, he- up tall like an right. enema
1: no it, <laughs> uh, um, you hook it up to the to the shower um, spout where the um, you know the sh- you unhook it and you oh, put like it oh like a the sh- sure so wow. when you turn on the shower the water goes to the um, water pick first and then then it goes to the spout and you shower but if you I want to even use know the know water that pick
4: you- I did oh shit it's like 10 bucks how yeah, cool uh, is we that? have two it's
1: the so, best man like, so
4: you could also like clean out any your belly button or something yes yeah and it's high
1: pressure yeah we went through this rigmarole because we i mean you're trying to school me on water picks i guess like tables have turned when we (laughs) went through the uh (laughs) the which water pick do we get i went through the plug-in i'm like that's not enough pressure for me i need it to hurt i need it to like pierce my skin so like well what's you know the pipes the in, in the shower there's pressure behind that so you put it in there, and yeah, like, ooh, it'll get you. Like, you turn that fucker mm-hmm. on. Uh, you can kill singer. bugs with it. Oh, yeah. So we did it. Uh, our daughter took a shower in our shower one time. I was like, I, w- I want one of those. Like, oh, let's fucking, you know, buckle up. Got one in her shower. We all got ourselves a water pick hanging. Now, um, I've used it. It's to, like, if you have a little mold in the shower or you got a little soap scum, you, got a, you turn that on, you just aim it, it'll blast that off. It's oh. fucking so power. Ours does
4: it. that as well. Ours okay. is that powerful because I've used it just to test to get like all of the um, mineral buildup mm-hmm. off off the sink in there. Yep. So we the have yeah. we, we did go to wire cutter and I don't remember the the uh, brand, but it is it is an it's a wera. excellent water pick. It's a wera yeah, water pick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or client. Um, then we okay, move so you, on to the flossing. Yeah, okay. So you start
1: with, with an in my opinion, inferior water pick pressure level. Mm, you I think you, you water try pick it. yourself. But okay, also in the shower, you can just do whatever. You're blasting it from any mm-hmm. angle the water. Yeah. Who cares? If you're in the sink, and I mean, if you're going to miss, it's out the yeah, side, yeah, but, it's on the you wall. you have
3: to take a shower. You have to get in the shower to use it. I'm I not- tend to use a shower.
4: Twice you know, a day?
1: On, uh, no. Oh, day? whoa, you pick twice a day? What? Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah.
4: I yeah. love the oral hygiene. It's, I, I start
3: right. out. Here's what's up. You start out. This is how you're supposed to do it. You start out with the floss, old school floss. I like the tape because it's uh you know it's it, it fits by in tape the type, you just
1: mean the the string yeah, yeah the
3: floss yeah the string type tape stuff Ape. sure uh, use that then you water pick and then you finish off with mm-hmm. a, a good teeth brushing a finishing then, move uh, but you don't <laughs> you don't rinse it. you know after you, you, you do the toothbrush you want that rip, fluoride on there right you let you let it sit and then you go to bed
1: okay or, Rachel let's finish your or, routine. or go on
3: about your day. Uh, you you water
1: pick with the inferior product as we mentioned before then you floss <laughs> right you then said I you floss. floss second and then you finish her off
4: then i brush yeah
1: now when you guys are brushing do, do you have a are you always like crest whitening you know cuz i sensodyne. find like oh yeah i got some yep yeah mm-hmm. both
3: sensodyne yeah. on both Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I introduced uh, Rachel to Sensodyne.
4: Actually, that's not true at yeah, all. It's true. We yeah, both I used remember. it independently.
3: Um,
1: I, I see. There seems to be a divorce, a divorce bubble in here. So let's move on. the The problem with Sensodyne to me is not enough mint. It doesn't like, mm. uh, you know, it doesn't really get me the cleans <laughs> like a nice crust. Where like this is too much mint, which means it's clean. Um, so I do have Sensodyne because I have a sensitive uh, in the front. One of the, I don't, you know, mm. bicuspid. You know. Yeah, Tom yeah, Graff but... should come on here. We need Tom Graff on here. Tom, uh, dentist. Hey, Rachel, uh, I did know he I... was a dentist. You bet. Is ah. he? We'll bring him on here. We'll ask him about the. Uh, we'll
3: ask yeah.
4: him about the
1: dentist tools and let's. Um, I bet let's... you,
3: Rachel has more teeth than Tom. I um, in a
4: collection, not in my mouth. I don't have some oh, freakish f- like shark thing going. But I. But you have I, a freakish do... collection of teeth. Oh, maybe that wasn't helping. Yeah, her, was like it? you're. D- <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I'm not weird. I don't have a bunch of teeth. I just have a collection of teeth. Uh, uh, okay. So, y'all are weird with uh, your teeth. Um, mm-hmm. You have very similar methods, though, but you're both twice a day on the teeth brush? Oh, yeah. at least. If I'm honest, I'm I'm one. I'm never two. Ever. Okay. I do wow. I've never you're had a still... cavity in my life.
4: Hmm. Maybe I should you... switch to your, your method. Yeah. I've had some cavities, which is why I do all the time. I think some yeah. people just have a uh, better enamel, but this is really a question for Tom. It sounds like so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll put a multimeters. pin in it. <laughs> Multi. <laughs> Love a multimeter. Yeah. Keep uh, going. You really need a multimeter because you have to be able to check. Continuity is the most basic thing you're going to use a multimeter for. Make sure, you know, the, the signal getting from point A to point B, making sure that you don't have a break in a wire somewhere. And you can check continuity with any garbage multimeter. Uh, I have a nice Fluke multimeter. It's important to be able to do other things with your meter is as well. Is that a well. brand
1: or a type? I'm, not, that I'm is a very a, as a brand. Okay,
4: it's like the big yellow ones that you okay. see. Like that, that when you see people holding a nice multimeter, it's a Fluke. Okay. Um. And then you can do a lot of other function functions. Um. So, you know, you can get the the little ten dollar harbor freight thing if you just want to be able to check continuity and maybe be able to trust what it's telling you multimeters are very expensive though um, that's that's getting into some i don't know it's been a long time since i bought one but i remember it being like two hundred dollars or something like that but really important if you're going to be doing that type of diagnosis
1: Electrical. yeah a quick google uh, like a fluke basic digital multimeter yeah uh, oh wait that's 44 bucks <laughs> 45 bucks but on yeah like uh, 470 bucks for a f- does that sound more right oh geez
4: i mean i think i've had this since college and i think i paid yeah i probably paid 200 and something dollars for it 20 years ago man how much are they but that's then? not He said 400 and something, but I bet you could find something in the middle. For uh, I bet bet
3: you can, I bet you can find one at a pawn shop. Yeah, I haven't been to a pawn shop in a long time. You
1: guys,
4: uh, yeah, there's one around the corner from us. So we went in there one one. time.
3: Yeah, with all the fentanyl use around town, there's great stuff. (laughs) Yeah, need the turnover. Yeah, gotta get that cash
4: at the what shop?
3: Pawn shop? Pawn shop. Right yes. down, so, Rachel. Did you you're draw a penis the, on the bathroom um, floor? Um, I, just I like where this to, is going. I just went to the restroom, and there's a chalk outline of a penis pointing to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys,
1: for reference, oh. you guys are both in your own abode. You're in home, you're at home, you're not in the arcade, right? Yeah, I like that. Oh. I like all of this.
4: <laughs> The multi, I found some flukes on uh, on on Amazon for for like 170 bucks, 200 bucks. So did you find it while floors. you were
1: drawing the penis on the floor? <laughs> after
4: no, Kale was busy in in the office in there talking to you, I think, and I thought it would be funny to go up and uh, do some drawings <laughs> behind him.
1: Okay, you you get up, you water, pick your teeth, barely works because it's plugged yeah, I'm gonna in. tell you,
3: I have the he absolute
1: fl- best life. <laughs> you floss. You grab your collection, your little I picture, like a little, uh, you know, um, a jewelry box of teeth, gangling and oh going to the bathroom with a big much, piece much of chalk.
4: than that. What the fuck? What do
1: you mean? What you collect teeth? You need teeth? She yes, has. Got
3: she has full on people. She has skulls. She has animal skulls. Human skulls.
1: So after multimeters, I guess I just <laughs> what what other
3: tools are we
4: Oh, ratcheting socket wrenches. So oh, there's a this lot of a times.
3: Must. Absolute must.
4: A lot of times you want to have a uh... So what what you have is a a ratcheting socket wrench you're thinking of is like the standard one where the socket is perpendicular to the handle. But these are like your standard dog bone wrench, but they have a socket in mm. there. Um, and you can, You they they are ratcheting. So right. it helps you get into tight places and screw or unscrew.
3: And on this particular set that Rachel was talking about, they actually uh, almost ratchet on both ends. The open end has like a little pin that allows you to Ratchet, also these these things are great and they're actually very inexpensive.
4: Yeah, we use a husky, a husky set. There are fancier ones.
3: Yeah, fuck um, you, Wera.
4: Yep, Wera we makes a two hundred and something dollar set. We don't have it because the husky. Yeah,
3: the Wera <clears throat> set's beautiful, but uh, no need for all that. Too expensive.
4: So some other things that we use, like <clears throat> like the dental tools. There are some hook tools like that. We use those all the time to get like coin jams and stuff out. Most people aren't going to need to do that. But it works way better than grabbing the, the back box key off the door, to, <laughs> which you can also do in a pinch. But these little hook tools are great for that or getting small parts out of tight places. So, So those are great. We use... Obviously, things like alligator clips, little needle nose pliers all the time. We have some tiny uh, channel lock pliers, an assortment of like screws, washers, all those types of things that, um, you know, that everybody has in in a drawer somewhere in the house.
1: Next to their teeth.
4: Yeah. Yep. Heat shrink tubing also in the tooth drawer. Um, <laughs> you know, like little wire strippers. Mm-hmm. Just all, all the kind of wire strippers. That you I have. think you're
1: downplaying how important a nice wire stripper is. Yeah, it, it was my main tool, my first main tool in my house that moved from my like workshop slash use it for guitar stuff to like I need to put that in the pinball bag because the amount of times I'm I mean from wire cutting, which yeah. most good wire tools have wire cutting to to wire stripping to crimping to in a pinch you can in a pinch you can use it as a needle, needle nose pliers to like grab something to crimp shit. I mean, shit.
4: Yes, they they are. It is really important. And it's so much easier to strip wires with the right tool instead of with like wire cutters that you're trying to hold at the tension just right. So it'll just pull off, uh, you know, the coating and not cut out the wires. Um, But absolutely good tools are always... uh, They always make working a pleasure. Um, Bad tools make you throw things against the wall. So whenever you can, get the best tool for the job that's out there.
1: I agree. Where I used to try to uh use like i said i'd have little shits laying around until like i just need this magnetic nut nut driver because i use it all the fucking time i use the same socket over and over and over and uh, yeah it's um go to marco go buy these tools i mean some of them are cheap and some of them like Personally, home use only kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Get yourself like two magnetic net drivers, a quarter inch, and what's probably the other most popular size?
4: You would probably need at least uh, an 11-30 seconds and a 5-16ths.
1: Yeah, for a lot of top of the play field stuff. Uh, get those. Get a nice well just wire cutter.
4: It's not, it's not really any more expensive than buying a couple of individual ones.
2: Okay.
1: That, a nice wire cutter, a soldering iron, um, the... Uh, the leaf tool, is that what it's called? right? The, 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 the spring uh,
4: adjuster the, tool?
1: Spring adjuster. Switch adjuster. Tool. Switch, Switch adjuster. adjuster. Sorry. Yep. Spring um, tool. The, the... A, a screwdriver, probably a Wera, you know, just Man, off the yeah, top of my head. It. Um, a, a multi-tip one that you can flip around, so, you know, flathead, um, Phillips, all that stuff. Um, and, you know, a, a nice pinch as well in those um, multi-changing screwdrivers you can take like the, the bit out and then it also has the mm, socket yes. on it that the fits inch, great yeah 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 yeah. Um, all right tools thanks there's, there's if there's more uh, if there's more questions about tools please email in at pinballpartypodcast at gmail.com if you want to ask the experts uh, on location uh, about uh, anything from uh, teeth collection to pinball tools we'll find more about teeth hygiene and what we should do in the future hopefully Tom get on here but someone in your discord ha- had a question about any upcoming games that you guys have planned aside from probably venom right if venom's real you'll get venom right probably I
4: assume so it's...
1: Yeah. hmm any yeah. other planned games I know pulp fiction <clears throat> is is we're looking at long term but
3: yep we have already we've ordered pulp fiction from flipping out pinball and... oh shit I've heard of them when
0: I buy my pinball I buy from flipping out toppers are glitching me i have got it figured out flipping out figured out when i think of it ball, i think flipping out flipping out figured out but Figure when i buy, bye buy, i buy from flipping out
3: bye 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 god you're so good you are you are amazing oh shit uh, i think
1: he's talking about uh, Zach, Manny, and Greg Bone—the the employees of Flipping Out Pinball—a <laughs> great place to buy new inbox games, to buy uh, p- parts that aren't at Marco's. Which, <laughs> good luck. Um, most everything's at Marco, but Flipping Out get uh, new games. Stern, Jersey Jack, um, Pinball Brother, everyone basically uh, mm-hmm. go there. Literally, the best customer service in pinball, no doubt. Easy. The the most probably beyond personality people that give a shit. They, they care about these fucking games. For real. Um, they review games on Straight Down the Middle. They may or may not be an upcoming guest on this very show to talk about all that in more depth, but uh, flipping out pinball, tell them Pinball Party sent you a great place to buy your pinball games yeah. from.
3: Does he still have Escaleras? Oh, does he have Escaleras? Man. They're yeah. probably back <laughs> but he, that fucker slangs at
1: Escaleras.
3: At a, at a uh, pinball show. I think it was Nashville or Louisville. Nashville. Nashville. Was it? He let me borrow one to move a ton of pinball glass. I I mean, this oh, like a literal ton.
4: Yeah, two thousand pounds. Yeah,
3: and man, it was so great. We lifted the whole thing up, brought it into the show, so we could sell it. And those things are absolutely mind blowing.
1: I think he sells more escalators now than any because he busted up his fucking back
3: from doing this so long. So Mm -hmm. now, uh, yes, pinball will destroy your back. Yes. Yes.
1: do your deadlifts, you know, uh, mm-hmm. have a good plan going. We can Reverse talk. Reverse hypers. Yep. God, yeah. RDLs, you know, but just <laughs> right below the knee. Were you feel yeah. your hammy stretch? Knees over toes. Yeah. And don't add more weight to RDLs. You're just going to pay for it on Dom's day, man. Just, right. just do a couple more reps. Fuck it. Uh, but, uh, deadlifts Pulp for Fiction. another. Pulp Fiction.
3: It's, well, I mean, they're not making them yet, um, I know that I think there's one at Logan. If anybody yep. wants to go play, and maybe Interium, I've heard. Where's um, Logan? Chicago. Logan, yeah, arcade in Chicago. Yep. Um, so if you want to go play, go check those out, and I'm sure they'll be at any pinball show. Um, that game's so fun. Yeah, we haven't played it yet, so oh. we have to we have to wait until they they build it and send it to Zach, and Zach's going to send it on to the Electric Bat. Man. And uh, n- that's not it though. We have another one ordered. I don't. I don't know if we're gonna get it or not. <laughs> galactic <laughs> Galactic Tank Force. Uh, uh, what are you doing? That's well, on the way. Do do? Yeah, we're galactic curious. Tank. Yeah, yeah. What a, I mean, shit. If we can put Scooby on the floor, why not this thing? What um, uh, um, <laughs> i wanna I want to see what that dumpster fired. And, uh. <laughs> Uh and then we have some older games we're working on in the shop. Uh Rachel is working on an absolutely beautiful Andromeda. And uh we're get, we're getting close to completion on that thing.
4: Yeah, I think we're in the the final the final run of parts. We just we should get in we should get the Marco order in this week and uh I think that'll be enough to finish it up. So hopefully it will be on the floor of the Electric Bat shortly after people hear this podcast
3: yeah and then With- after that we have something really exciting uh, a machine most people in the world have never seen much less played oh a yeah. devil king by techno play it's actually flipping i uh we just need to rewire the transformer so it can handle the power u.s power when you sent me a, that
1: text the other week mm-hmm. um I did a double and a triple take. Um, like, what the fuck is this game? Yeah. Uh, it is, like, if you go on Pinside, there is so little information. There's, like, two pictures. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to do so. Devil
3: King? Correct. Devil King by Technoplay, yeah. So it came out in, like, 83 or 4 or 5 or 6. I don't know. And on the back glass,
1: I mean, for me, I'm like, is that a Catholic god? Is that <laughs> what that is supposed to represent? That dude looks
3: yeah. sus. That is they they straight ripped that off of an album cover of some like European uh, rock band from the 70s I believe. Yes, yeah, hmm. so there's like
4: a wizard, there's some Logan's run stuff. It's there's all kinds of
1: semi stolen stole art. Yeah. Okay. It's not God versus devil, huh? It's
3: No.
4: N- no. And if you saw it from the side, if you just were walking into an arcade and that would you just saw the cabinet side you would think you were about to play journey because it's got the Mm, journey scarabs scarabs all down the side
1: yeah that's coming in soon yeah it's there it's flipping
4: as soon as we're done with
3: andromeda we'll move on to that and uh as far as i know this will be the only place in the world to play one um there was one at a place in australia but i don't think they have it anymore we've try to get in touch with them. It's not on their list of games. It was at one time. Uh, yeah, so this uh, it, it'll definitely be the only place in, in North America that you can play it. So with
1: these games coming in, I know you j- just did a huge remodel. Are you going to have to change the layout again anytime soon, or are you uh, future-proofed for uh, another dozen games?
4: No, we just have to swap games in and out. We are maxed out in terms of space. Um, Without, you know, just, just putting them everywhere and no room for people. Um, so we are pretty constantly swapping games anyway, just keeping it fresh. So so Where'd something will keep... come out. Well, we have some storage in the back of the arcade and uh, some at the house. Some, I mean, you find places. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, can I ask you, uh, and I know you'll say yes, so I'm not going to use that stupid antiquated uh, segue. Since you guys run an arcade and they are there to make you money, and although you are pinball enthusiasts and you like pinball and you play in tournaments and all that, that's not that's not in question, but the thing that a lot of home owners slash hobbyists do is get very attached to themes, you know, because you have to. If you're buying a game for $6,000, $10,000, you got to kind of like it to a certain extent. And some people, including myself, have fallen in the trap of like, well, if... To really be a fan, or you gotta own the game to really be, you know, to have an attachment to it. Do you guys lose that since you have so many games? Do you have certain attachments to games at Electric battle? Like, that's that's my game. Like Rachel, that's my theme or two, and I love it. I would never get rid of it or kale, or is it kind of to you just like, ah, oh, they're just assets?
4: There's games that I care about more than other games, but there's also They're all games. They're fun. We don't, we don't, we rarely sell games, so they just kind of get moved around. So it's not like we're, you know, we're not like setting them on fire or anything. (laughs) We just, they go in the back for a little while and we work on them, clean them up, do, you know, make some repairs and then eventually they'll pop up. Maybe they'll go to Flagstaff. Maybe it'll, you know, show up somewhere else. So I don't care about them as much as... I think that maybe they're not as precious to us as they are to you, I, I'm i guessing. Kale and I, were we were moving some games around the other day and talking about how 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 we move games versus how, um, you know, H-U-O folks move games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got to put something in between, wrap it, blanket wrap it. Uh, you guys just fuck it.
3: We, yeah, we the craziest thing <laughs> Rachel's ever seen, and she still can't believe that we did this. What, yes, when I, when I was working at uh Marco's specialties, we were having a holiday party at a local Mexican restaurant, and at the last minute, we were like, you know what, we need a pinball machine, and so we pulled up uh Marco's truck, Marco the we, guy, Marco the guy, Marco Ramirez, and uh. We we unplugged a Beatles. We had just unboxed the Beatles. So it was it was set up legs and everything. We just straight picked it up, picked lifted the whole thing into the truck and drove it to the Mexican restaurant. <laughs>
4: this is this was We did we didn't fold it. We didn't take the legs off. I don't think you even strapped it. I mean it was like just <laughs> sitting back there. I think thinking like I think Number we one. had
3: somebody in the back holding on to it. <laughs>
4: probably. <laughs> probably. Cool. Um you, this yeah this still that goes beyond what I think is acceptable. But whenever I see the, <laughs> whenever just I see another the, day. Yeah, whenever I see the Facebook posts where, that have, you know, 132 outrage comments because there's somebody transporting a game down the road with the with the head up or something, I'm like, "Man, you guys have moved less than 300 games because at mm. a certain point you're just mm-hmm. like, you know what, I'm going to take the risk on this one. It's going to be all right." And you know what? That Beatles was totally fine. There was not even stripped um, leg bolts. It was it was totally fine. It, things could have gone horribly wrong. Could have gone <laughs> a sharp turn. Could have cost a lot of money. Yeah.
3: The but... the best part is we just left it there. Yeah. We we were done partying. We like okay. I'll have fun. We'll come get it someday.
4: They stayed there for like a month, I think, before people <laughs> got around. I think the staff had it. fun with it. Yeah. It's such
1: a different world. Where, like, the home-use-only kind of hobby, the pin side, I mean, that's where all the, going back to what you mentioned earlier, the the venom or the outrage will be, is it comes from people, you know, at home, because I wouldn't, you know, if, if, if games were only on location and there was, like, an upcoming, say, Superman game, like a dream theme of mine, right, and it wasn't up to my par, I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't anyways, but these people going on Pinside, oh the fuck, I had ten grand set away for the newest Venom game and it doesn't have Eddie Brock, so I can't fucking believe it, fuck you, fuck this podcast, fuck that guy, like, all right, man, like, Jesus. I gotta imagine it's from that kind of attachment of, like, wanting to own a thing, and um, I, you know, I guess for my own mental health, try to avoid that as much as I can. Um, It still sometimes traps me back in with Lord of the Rings, but I haven't bought or done any of that in god 2 months I'd have to go back on the podcast to find out I haven't been doing that and it feels good to kind of let it go and just enjoy it from afar eh.
4: yeah we think we think they're great they also make us money but we love playing them um and for us they're just we see how durable and um just how 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 cool they are it's it's I think it's probably the same, you know, Kayla and I don't have kids. So this is me talking out the side of my neck, but you know, your first kid people always are really, really careful with. And then by the time you get to the eighth one, you, <laughs> yeah. you may not <laughs> right. even name them until they're like one or two months old.
2: Mm-hmm. They may or may Feed not them. have
4: clothes or food. Right. Yeah. So I think yeah, it's kind them. of, well, <sighs> it's not like that. We do take very good care of the machines, but I think that preciousness. Um, yeah. With, with me, it's a I, little,
3: yeah. i I like seeing some wear and tear on the machine. It, it, it shows that it's been played and, and it just, it's it's memories, you know, that's the ghost in the machine, you know, uh, telling telling the story of how many people had a fantastic time playing this thing. And uh, it's, it's <laughs> sort of like, to me, it's like Stevie Ray Vaughan's guitar. We're not, that's if I could own any instrument in the world, it would be that one. And it's, it's just like, man, somebody has loved this thing. Um, yeah, and we, we do crazy things just to make the games play better, but that might make them look rough, like like on Rush recently. Uh, you know, <laughs> the the uh, you, you know uh, Scoop Gate with Rush, right? And, oh, and we, yeah. ha- we we have the one of the first Rush machines off the line, and uh, you know what? You know how we made it work and play like a top? Just remove that protector. Sure, the woods getting chewed up, but people love it, and you can you can make that shot you know, 100%. And uh, and that's what it's all about, having a good time. And we're, we're not we're worried about resale value. You know, we're worried about the fun value.
1: I love it because you have the more romantic view, exactly what you said, I won't repeat your words, of that these games have been used, the ghost of the machine, as you put it. And that's like the exact opposite what a home-use-only person usually could, like, I want low plays, there can't be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is, at least maybe for me, it's not like, which market or which hobbyist is better on location or whatever, but at home or in where I live, again, like to play a game, I got to buy it and to not lose my ass. Cause it's stupid to like, Oh, I'll just throw away $8,000. Like I'm not, <laughs> yeah. that's not me guy. So I need to try to not lose a bunch of money. And that's where some of the, you know, anxiety comes from of, of keeping it precious. And the first question out a lot of people's mouths when you're selling a game like on pin or facebook how many plays <laughs> Like, get over it yo like i've had i've had games with under 50 plays that played like shit or had wear <coughs> in a weird spot out of the box and i've had games i had this jurassic park pro that i sold to doc's buddy um eric um what's up eric if you're listening um i sold him a jurassic park pro i think it had like thirteen thousand plays and it was the best playing Jurassic Park and one of the best conditioned Jurassic Park I've ever had. So everyone out there really being super anal in the secondary market about plays, just chill. It really doesn't matter. It, it, it really doesn't. It just matters to you, to the people saying it and like, <laughs> oh, well, because once it's over 500 plays, nah, that, that, that's just not a reality. Like to, to their yeah. point, these things are built to take a fucking beating.
3: For sure. When, when I hear about a machine that has under 100 plays, I get offended. Oh mm, <laughs> like, yeah, shit! What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> you know how many people like spent time making this motherfucker? And you 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 played it fifty times. There's so many people that will buy a game,
1: powder coat it, play it fifty times, and sell it. And I get it because there's something mm-hmm. kind of cool about like making it look really great, and you have it. But then you know the the the, the joy or whatever the lust of owning something it goes away pretty fast. You're like, ah, oh, it's just like anything else. It's a thing. Fuck. I'll sell it uh it's it's pretty nuts
4: yeah i think i think you you want to you want to love these machines you want to get to know the machines you want to see the individual machine's personality come out and again like not to say that we don't take care of the machines we take really good care of the machines but we also don't cry when there's a little wear in the shooter lane it just you know the game is, is yeah, being as long robbed. as
3: the ball loads and it launches that's all we care about <laughs> yeah. so scooby's out
4: scooby <laughs> looks beautiful can't yeah play it. <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm i swear to god i am going to get that machine working okay we'll we'll, we'll find out next this time is not yeah. a halloween i was yeah i was ready to take a torch to halloween well, i kind of want this to be even worse it's
4: no it's, it's yeah it's, you just want to see the machine game. burn for
1: me. i want to see the world burn yeah i want to see i want to see this go bad for you no offense uh but i just yeah i want to ride that ride what do you... Last question I have before we're going to... I, I want to eat, you know. Uh-huh. Um What do you do with a game when it's eventually time to retire it? You said you move it to Flagstaff. Maybe it's in the back. I mean, do you set it on fire at some point or do you sell it or what do you... Because you guys don't have a lot of machines at home, do you?
4: We have a few at home, but there's games in the arcade that, you know, people have been playing them for 45 years, so I'm not sure why we would stop now. Wow. There's not... I mean... I guess. So... We, wow. I guess, we don't retire them.
3: Yeah, there, there's going to be a point, and I think within the next two years, we'll have to figure something out just because of all of these badass out. machines that the manufacturers are making. We're just going to run out of room at, at some point, and we're going to have to figure out something. Figure um, it out. Um, right. Maybe
4: that's when we start putting them in uh, people's houses and, and renting out. You could rent They're out.
1: They're going to be. How many plays? Yeah, seventy-five million. (laughs) We
3: we may put them in other arcades. Who knows?
4: Yeah,
1: move up here, or you know, just come here once of I don't know, once a week. You start Mm -hmm. the location here. Um, Probably pretty tough in this fucking area. Hmm. Old electric back games. Too cold. They play great.
3: Too cold. It is too cold. Not today. Seventy-five. Yeah, not bad. It's just one day though.
2: Well, yeah, hey, we well, don't
4: cross that bridge when we come to it. But take, uh,
1: please, please do. And thanks for joining. Will you join again, or is this it? Oh yeah, we said like this is probably it, right? Thirty-two was the last one, and then maybe 34. Yeah, this a, one may not see the light of it's day. Been a good time. Yeah, it was yeah. a good run. It was good. It's fun. I mean, it wasn't, but it was. It was okay. Thank you. A big special thank you again to Marco Specialties. Uh, I really appreciate the sponsorship. Go get your parts there. Kayla and Rachel will toss a lot of these links in the show notes of where to get these tools. If you have any questions, please feel free to um, let us know at pinballpartypodcast at gmail.com. Go check out Electric Bat Arcade in Arizona. Check out the Discord.
3: I think you guys put the Discord on Instagram, right? People can come in, talk some shit. We did. uh, Those links expire. so I'm going to put another one when this show drops uh, in the story and on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, you two are both very active. I pop up once in a while.
1: We talk about bananas. uh, An unhealthy amount and healthy amount of banana talk, which I really appreciate. Uh, Come in the Electric Bat Discord. Talk about which bananas you like. You like them firm. You like them raw. You like them ripe. I mean, pick number four or I'm going to give you some shit. Um, And uh, listen to us next time on the Pinball Party Podcast for Rachel, Kale, and myself. Uh, See ya and stuff.
3: Thank you, Jason. It
1: has been an absolute slice. Of course <laughs> Thank it has. you. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Bye. Awesome as always. As a reminder, if you want to find these tools that Rachel and Kale and I talked about, we put a link in the show notes for you. A one-stop shop. Everything in one spot. Best prices, where to get them. Click that link in there. Thanks for joining. Thank you, Kale. Thank you, Rachel. Send in your texts with no context to pinballpartypodcast at gmail.com. In the meantime... Enjoy this demo of the song called Excuses by Neon Dale. See you later.
0: Raw sight I stared, needing simulation Gasping for air, is anybody there? Give me a purpose, give me a reason Give me something strong enough, grab my attention your teeth in. I really hate these. It's all of your opinions. Maybe I'm better off just talking to myself. I can't escape these. It's all of your opinions. Maybe I'm making up excuses for myself. I'm really sick of being bored all by myself. Maybe I'll always just be talking to myself